Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Aussie Techhead. Yes, uh, it's uh, episode 534, and it's recorded on the 18th of May, 2017. How are you going? It's uh, yeah, we've got the usual crowd here tonight, and someone we haven't seen for a while. It's uh, but first of all, let's say good day to Jason Warlock. How are you doing, Jace? What do you mean you haven't seen me for a while? I'm here every week. You are, but I meant to be, I'm, I'm talking about the other person you're going to hear from in a minute, and it's and normally yeah, by this stage, normally <laughs> normally by this stage, he's he's already bunged his voice in over the top of everyone, but he's held it this time. So, hello, Kevin. Hey, Eric, how you go, how are you going? Oh, very well, thank you, sir. Yeah, gentlemen, good. ladies, good and stuff. Everyone in between. Good evening. Good. It's been a while since we've seen and heard from you. Oh, it's been quite some time. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be at least six weeks, I think. Yeah, I reckon the last time we saw you, you in a short sleeve shirt. Now you bloody rugged up in a jumper. Yeah, rugged up. It's freezing. Yeah, weather. What's it like down uh, Central Coast, Jace? All right. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I've just got short sleeves on tonight, but uh, my girlfriend is in bed probably with the heater on or something. She feels it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She that's... feels the cold. Yeah. Well, it gets probably, yeah, probably gets a bit cold down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, let's uh, kick off with um, a story. Oh, look, look I'm going to start off with this WannaCry thing. It's the biggest thing since sliced bread. Uh, it's gone everywhere. It's all over the place. But look, before we do start that, because that might take up a bit of time, uh, I've got to tell you about the TuneIn Radio app. You know, you search up, get the app down, search up Aussie Tech Radio and uh, listen to Wall to Wall 24-7 slash 365 podcasts. So get on to that. Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, and a wealth of other things. New webpage coming soon, which will have all this info on it in a nice, easy spot. And don't forget the Aussie Max Zone podcast and the Obsidian Loft, which finally had a podcast that a late, a late release last week, so I uh, hope you've all enjoyed that one too. And the Aussie Tech Security will be back soon. Now, the Wanna Cry. Now, is it actually called the Wanna Cry or the Wanna Crypt? Well, are, are people Wanna just... Cry for short because that's what it um, names the extension of the encrypted files. what makes files. you do when you get mm. held up. Yeah. yeah, and it didn't come through email, so we'll say that at the start. No. It's a worm yep. that goes through the internet. Yes, yes. I, I saw a uh, video of a, a uh, I don't know, they called him, he comes and he goes, I'm an ethical hacker and I'm going to show you how the infection works. And it, he didn't He didn't do anything. He just showed us an encrypted computer. <laughs> That's <laughs> idiot. But anyway. Here's the, my computer. It's encrypted. The end. Yeah, it's pretty much now what I'm it was. At, now I'm at 300 bucks in bitcoins. Yeah, and they show, he showed us the red screen, you know, all this stuff. But look, this WannaCry worm has affected more than 200,000 Windows computers around the world, or, and probably growing, growing every second. Uh, so it's affected companies like FedEx, Corp, Britain's National Health Service, and a, a lot of others. It spread silently between computers, shutting them down, encrypting data, and uh, just asking, or not asking, but demanding $300 US to unlock it. I wouldn't be paying. The, the ransom apparently doesn't help in some cases. And as you know from previous ransomware issues, uh, a lot of if cases... You've got a backup, wouldn't you be better off just nuking your system? Yeah, yes. so long as your backups didn't also get infected because it goes through the SMB Semba protocol onto okay, well then, your backup well, server. What if you've got Windows, um, you say you've got your backups on the cloud, does it affect that? No. It would possibly. If, no. if there's a way to get to it through Samba shares only, I think. But I think oh, if you've... If you mapped a drive to the cloud, mm. yes, yes, it probably would be able to get to there. Well, that, so Dropbox would be infected if that's the case. Probably, uh, yeah. Something like Carbonite probably wouldn't because that's encrypted um, tunnel. But not necessarily. Because... Well, it's encrypted on your computer and then send encrypted files yes. up to your backup. Yeah. yeah. So, right. so like with the cloud, I, I, I doubt whether it could, say, find itself into your Dropbox and then encrypt everything in there. I think what J- yeah, Jace is right. I'm pretty it's sure. Yeah, because yeah. your Dropbox synchronizes with the cloud. It'll encrypt yeah. the files in your Dropbox yeah. folder on the computer and then... Yeah. And it's synchronized up through Dropbox over it. But even if you pay the $300 (laughs) in uh, Bitcoins, it still leaves um, hot programs running in the background on your computer that uh, let other computers connect into it and other viruses in the future. So it doesn't just go, oh, yeah, we just totally cleaned everything off your computer and we unencrypted. They unencrypt the files in Mm. most cases. They also leave other programs running that let you get infected in the future as well. So I think think you're better off just nuking the system with a. um, Yep. You know, get put the CD bleach, in there. bleach and fire. Yes. 
Yeah, I, th- I think nuking is the, the only real way cause, because, as Jay said before, it's a worm. So who knows where it's going to lay or where it's going to hide if you don't nuke it. Or, you know, yeah. it, can, it can possibly come back. But, is like, it, is, is nuking it a safe option, like formatting the disk? Does that get rid of it? Or yeah, as long as you don't have any other Windows computers that are compromised in your home that you don't know about. could right. be on your daughter's laptop and then she, she plugs it into the network, hasn't activated on hers yet. Right. It goes through the network again and then it activates on hers and go, oh, I'm encrypted. So you delete it off hers and then yours goes, oh, I'm encrypted. Mm, <laughs> right. Yeah, and go. Yeah. So it starts all over again. Bummer. Mm. But like, you know, the spin-off effect is also can be can be bad as well. Like the spin-off is, is in as far as like say say you're running a company, say like a, a say a wedding photo photography company or something, you know, and what happens if you get encrypted and all the photos get encrypted? You know, then are you open yourself up for a lawsuit then because you, you're so late? you haven't updated the windows yeah probably. things like things like this uh companies that are saying you know oh, your data is safe with us you know is does that open them up for a for a, a lawsuit you know and um uh, specifically uh, there's one here that i was reading about linkedin was sued after a 2012 data breach alleging individuals paid for premium accounts because the company falsely stated it had top quality cyber security measures so linkedin settled for 1.25 million for the premium, nobody can guarantee a hundred percent that they're secure. No, no. Well, I've got a uh, for those dudes on the or uh, YouTube. I've got a little uh, picture, and you guys can't see it, but it's a picture of a uh, of an airline, you know, departure board. You know, the screen, the, the departure screen, with the red with the red box. <laughs> In the middle, that's right. Well, it's uh, even uh, worse because the uh, NHS in, in England couldn't admit patients and it was very difficult to um, look after people who'd been injured or whatever when they come into the hospital. Like, we can't enter you into the system. We don't know who's available and what we can do. And uh, just, just sit over there and we'll put a Band-Aid on your stump where your arm used to be. And <laughs> That's right. Now, Microsoft, uh, just to finish up on this legal issues, Microsoft is unlikely to face legal trouble uh, because it states in its licensing agreement that the company is not liable for any security breaches. And, and, and you can't, how, they can't be held uh, liable if they've put the patch out and the person or people, company has not uh, applied the patch, you, just, you know. Just... Or upgraded from Windows XP. That's right, but I've got I've got good news about XP coming up in a second. But uh, where are yes? Well, I'll do it now while we're talking about it. Then, so it's been that serious this this uh, wanna cry that Microsoft has has gone back on their not touching XP uh, rule and they've brought out a patch for XP. So they have. Why been, is that? I wonder. What? Why is that? I wonder. Why? Why, why they've they, brought it out? Why have they bad PR. Well, I reckon because it's a worm, they don't want their, say, existing products to be, you know, part of the problem. But, you know, mm. They've done the right thing. It's good corporate responsibility. That's, that's, um... Yeah, true, but get these people to upgrade for crying out loud. It's 15 years old XP, isn't it? Yeah. But look, if, you have, if you've got an XP, you can go into the show notes. I've pasted the link in there for the patch. So you probably won't get it through the updates, you know, the normal Windows updates, but you'll get it through this link. You just download the patch for it. It's for uh, everything XP and even Server 2003, as far as I can see. So uh, you can go and do that. And look, I've got a picture of Bill. picture of Bill at the side of his windows. But you guys can't see nothing. But anyway... <laughs> But look, let me keep let me still go on because uh, what Eric was just saying it is it is like about fifteen years old. Microsoft stopped uh, supporting it back in April two thousand and fourteen, according to statistics from this joint called Net Applications. XP is the world's third most popular operating system. Third? With, what was the first? Uh, be ten or something? Uh, hang on, uh, globally with seven percent market share. So the the out-of-date unsupported operating system is more popular than any version of Windows 8 and any version of Mac OS X and Linux. Uh, The top five most popular operating systems, according to this place called Net Applications, Windows 7 is the top with 48.5%. Windows 10, 26.2%. 
and then then a big drop to XP at 7.04. For those who are interested, Windows 8.1, 6.96, and OS X 10.12 is 3.21. Is that, that surprise oh. you that OS X is so small? So low. Uh, not really. No. no, not really. It's still a lot of it's still a lot of uh, computers because mm. they make it up on their margins. Because, yep. you know, mm. a, a Windows computer might have 48% of the market, but if they're $1,000 a computer compared to $3,000 a computer for Apple, their margins are much greater. So they don't, it's not about the quantity for them. No, probably not. But you'd think they'd like to, uh, you'd like them to. I oh, you'd you think they'd want to ramp it up a little bit, get a bit more um, traction, mm. get some. Out there, it's but, supposed to be uh, a refresh of Max coming out soon. Yes, yes. That's well, supposedly in June, which will be good. <clears throat> so, just to put this uh, XP thing into some perspective, so to speak, this analyst house Gartner, which I've never heard of, but they obviously analyze a lot of things. Uh, they've predicted if we conservatively take two billion as the number of, say, computers in the world, uh, that suggests that there are at least 140 million PCs still with XP. Yeah, so that's sounds uh, about right. Yeah, that's that's a lot of XP computers. So that's probably why they're all government computers. Yeah, lot, lot the government's probably trying to move off. But I think I think there's a lot in is, is there a lot in China? Does China have a lot of XP? I don't know. But there's probably a know. lot in uh, medical places as well because they've got mm. all. Legacy yeah. yeah, you're right. But like, yeah, because I went the I think my optometrist has an old XP machine. But, yeah, because I said to him, aren't you worried about it? He goes, oh, no, it's off the grid. But then if that's off the grid, then so many more others are because of their, like, you know, specific operation, what they do, then how do they get, how do they know, how they, they can't be counted as another XP machine in that's the right. state. So, they're off the grid, yeah. yeah. Well, what worries me is a lot of the banks still have F- XP. No, oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, how are they? That's 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 a massive security. You know, your money's in there, for God's sake. It's probably yeah, probably a lot of ATMs still running embedded XP. Mm. Yeah. Well, the banks won't change anytime soon. They've just been slugged another one point six billion for the tax. <laughs> so they can't yeah, afford they it. Got an ad campaign coming out about that. <laughs> oh, Don't but, you worry. But it's not going to work. I think it's not going to work because no. with the miners. People didn't, you know, people like mining, you know, or the miners or whatever, you know, whatever. But I think uh, more people hate the banks. <laughs> so I don't think, yep. I think <laughs> you're the one that's going to suffer. Yeah, they're going to pass it on to us. So exactly. Mm. They'll just they'll say, oh, we won't give you a bank charge because that's obvious, but they're allowed to lift interest rates. So that's it. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's interest rates will go up by about 0.05 or 0.1. Wages yeah. are so low. Mm. Yeah, wages are terribly low. Yeah. Terribly low. Now, uh, did you have anything else, or either of you, to add to the Wanna Cry? I got a couple of stories. Two for Wanna Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sounds en- good. Enlighten us. <clears throat> a bill proposed in the U.S. Congress would require the National Security Agency to inform representatives of other U.S. government agencies about security holes it finds in software, like the one that allowed the recent WannaCrypt ransomware attacks. Under former President Barack Obama, the government created a similar interagency review, but it was not required by law and was administered by the NSA itself. The new bill would mandate a review when a government agency discovers a security hole in a computer product and does not want to alert the manufacturer because it hopes to use the floor to spy on rivals. It also calls for the review process to be chaired by the defense-oriented Department of Homeland Security rather than NASA, uh, rather than NSA, which spends 90% of its budget on offensive capabilities and spying. Republican Senator Ron Johnson and De- Democratic Senator Brian Schatz introduced the legislation in the U.S. Senate Homeland Security and Government or Af- Affairs Committee. Is this, you say Brian Schatz? Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Spelt like the Schwartz. <laughs> right. Yeah, Democratic Senator Brian Schatz. Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> works for the NSA. So they're they're not going to they're not going to tell say Microsoft that they found a hole in Windows so that they can patch it and save everyone. They just want to know where the hole is so they can do more spying too. Yeah, let's make it a law right. that everyone gets to spy, not just the NSA. That's right. Brian yeah. Schatz wants to know where the hole is. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go plug it. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I just thought of another thing about. Do you think that this is actually going to be quite uh, maybe a good thing for Microsoft? Wouldn't it? 
What? Because all these companies, like, they, they can't have downtime with their systems. So, well, say, you know, like the banks, okay, for example, uh, the banks with their embedded XP, blah, 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 you'd think now it's going to be a bit of a rush, you know, to buy to buy an update to the latest version of Microsoft. I reckon this probably moves. Yeah, so. They probably just had to plan all that stuff. Yeah, but especially like now, like if you had a company, say you, I know, just say you had a little real estate business, you know, nothing flash, and then you've got a couple of you know XP machines hanging around. I, I reckon this would make you, you go might upgrade them. Yeah, yeah. I reckon government you, agencies won't because they're mostly getting defunded every year, so yeah. they don't have the money to upgrade it. They're going to get rid of like another ten thousand from Centrelink. Who's going to upgrade those computers? Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's right. But uh, but I guess like. I think I think it can be a bit of a windfall for Microsoft as well. So uh, yeah, good I luck. Agree. How how is um, <clears throat> Microsoft going to make money out of their out of Windows? Because like, it just keeps going on there. Everything's free. You know, oh, Windows ten updates. They just keep rolling on in. Yeah, One day they, it'll probably be a, like Office three six five subscription model. Subscription model, and they get a clip every time someone sells a computer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose they get the yeah their OEM. But a lot of their money is on a subscription basis these days. <laughs> They've changed their model. You know, I got I've got the office subscription, and that's to me, over a long term, it costs more. You're right, because you're paying 120 bucks a year. Now over 10 years it's twelve hundred bucks. Hmm. If you bought it's never gonna be obsolete though, is it? That's right. But if you bought the the one outright, you pay four fifty. But then in five years' time it looks pretty rubbishy and ordinary. Yeah. Doesn't have it's new fun. features. Every time there's a new one, bang, you get it. It's brilliant, brilliant. Well, I know. I'm not going to use it on Mac or or um, or um, Windows because you're allowed each subscription. You're allowed to put it on five PCs. Mm. How so does it? Would you, how does it? Ten bucks a month. How does the licensing work though? Like, because with uh, Centrelink, like, because uh, my wife works there, and so she comes home and she says, "Oh, look, they've offered us office." Oh, well, Microsoft Office 2016 for $15. So you, you shoot your $15 in and you get a key back. You go, thanks. Download it, install it. Yeah, 15 bucks. Really? So, yeah, it, it's, oh. it must have to be something that hangs... Might because of the volume purchase. Yeah. The whole yeah, volume they license. buy so many of them, they can afford to sell it to staff at a cheaper rate. Yeah, or maybe they say, well, our staff have got to go home and be able to use the stuff, so... Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, so fifteen. So she bought it and put it on her machine. I'm I'm still stuck on 2013, but I don't think there's uh, much difference. I had a look. Not, are, they allowed, not, are you? Are she allowed to install it on any other machines? No, it's a si- single PC only. <laughs> it's specifically work only. Yep. Well, it was one PC only. One so PC. I never really tried. I couldn't be bothered. Like I, 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 I can't. Sorry. Ten bucks a month is pretty good for the subscription. Oh yeah, like if I needed, if I like maybe in a few years' time, when uh, you know when the I oh, know it's up to Office two thousand and twenty and all the some more whiz bang features are out that might I don't know do something for me. Well, uh, what do you get? With it? You get Outlook, you get OneNote, <coughs> Word, Excel. Yeah, all the uh, usual suspects. Yeah, I'm not sure if you get Publisher or not, but. There's not there's not a big enough difference between two, 2013 and 2016 no, there isn't. to make there isn't. me go out and start buying it. But you next know. iteration, you'll probably want it. There'll be a difference there. Hmm. Yeah. Just maybe. get Open Office and it's free. Open Office yes. is very similar. Yep. Yeah. Google saves, saves in doc format. Apple Pages online. And what about yep. the other one, the the Libra Office? Anyone downloaded that? That they reckon that's all right not too. Not for a long time. No, no. But that's beat. That was good, isn't it? Probably still is good. Sunstar Office. Yeah, right. There's heaps of them. Wow. They all uh, do it all for waste, aren't they, those ones? But you can, you know, but you run on Open Office and Star Office run on Windows. Right. Mm. Well, talking about Windows 10, uh, look, if you haven't downloaded the Creators Edition, I don't know. Did we speak about this last week? I think we might have. We spoke about whether we would download it or not. (coughs) I've got a Mm. Windows 10 story, but. Tell me about what you're going to talk about. Well, the creators. I got edition. another. I got another WannaCrypt still. Oh, okay. We'll finish off WannaCrypt. Let's let's get, let's go with the WannaCrypt. Finish him off. Bury him. All right. Related to that, last week the WannaCry ransomware caused mayhem around the world, crippling vital servers such as those used by the NHS. Now experts have warned that a new cyber threat called Edelcuz is currently developing that could be even more devastating than the WannaCry attack. 
Initial statistics suggest that the attack could affect hundreds of thousands of computers worldwide, although it is unclear which systems will be targeted. A new threat has been flagged by Proofpoint, a cybersecurity firm based in Sunnyvale, California. On, its post, on post on its website, Proofpoint said, we've discovered another very large-scale attack using both Eternal Blue and Double Pulsar. Those are the ones that um, WannaCry will leave on your computer, even if you pay the bitcoins. Mm. And it uses those to install the cryptocurrency miner Edelkuz. Initial statistics suggest that this attack may be larger in scale than WannaCry, affecting hundreds of thousands of PCs and servers worldwide. The Edelkuz campaign started before WannaCry ransomware attack hit on May the 12th, according to Proofpoint. And the cybersecurity experts think that some firms have mistakenly believed they are being victimized by the ransomware when it was fact Edelkuz. So what it'll do is it'll install a Bitcoin mining software on your computer and in the background you'll be making these people rich by mining Bitcoins for them, which gets chucked into their wallet. Now, well, that's that's nasty. Now, that's when your computer starts doing something and you think, why is the speed gone? But the Yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> pop up a big red screen saying, give us $300 or we're waiting unencrypted. And then you would go, oh, I'll just wipe my computer. You don't know that. This Edelkuz one's on there. It'll just install silently on your computer, run in the background, generating Bitcoins and uploading it into their wallets. And thousands and thousands of computers are making these guys rich and become a Bitcoin mining system. Now, did you have to put this Edelkuz into the speaking dictionary for the pronunciation, or is this just how you've interpreted it? That's my interpretation. Isn't it wonderful? It is probably pretty good. Uh, I don't know if you can see that there, Eric. <clears throat> the, no, the spelling of it, A D Y L K U double Z, but I think Adel Cuz is pretty good. I, 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 my head's going to explode. So don't <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I would have said that. I would have said something Adel Adel Cuz. Same, similar, isn't it? Adel Cuz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice one. Good work, Adel Cuz. Does whatever Adel Cuz. <laughs> now, now, is that have we finished with Spider Man? Yeah, mm -hmm. but he's he's more for mine more was Edelweiss and his went to Spider Man. <laughs> now, uh, you finished with Wanna Cry? Yeah, okay, I Wanna Cry now. <laughs> now, Windows 10. Okay, so we know the, the latest edition or the latest oh, upgrade is called the Creators Edition. If and I'm you... running it. Yes, same here, same here. I, don't, I haven't noticed any difference at all, but I'm sure there is some somewhere. Microsoft Paint has got a 3D version. Right, that's good. I like how all they say all these things about, you know, oh, you do this and you do that and you do that. You never use any of this stuff. Um, no. But anyway, uh, if you haven't got the uh, the latest edition, you can go to Microsoft, uh, uh, just Google Microsoft Update Windows 10 or something, and you'll get you'll get your way through it. Normally, it, it should come down through the automatic updates, but if it doesn't, and if you're still hanging for it, you can just do it manually. Mine has come down, and it keeps it keeps not installing. It keeps downloading, yeah, and trying to install, and then this is the at the office, and then. Um, I can watch it, you know, doing its update from here at home because I just look at, do it through TeamViewer. Yeah. Uh, but then it, it goes to restart and it's final just before it's going to boot back in and it's all done. Yep. It crashes. It says something's happened to your PC, blah, 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 blah. And rolling back. Right. And it's it roll rolling back. Oh, I hate uh, that. Old, restoring your last version of Windows. Oh. Yeah. Also, don't. Don't necessarily force it unless it, your job requires it or something because Microsoft is... It's just sitting hey, I'm not saying you have, yeah. But uh, Microsoft is checking what hardware you're running before rolling it out to make sure it's going to be compatible before they roll it to you. So you can go to Microsoft's website, download, install the update or force it to install earlier. But if there's some third-party driver or a old graphics card or sound card or something that isn't fully compatible and might cause problems... Hmm. And Microsoft won't force it down onto your computer or make it available until they're sure that problem is resolved. But you can jam well, it on it, there, it, and it, if it, it crashes forcing, and restarts, it is forcing it down on me, just not installing it. Maybe yeah, yeah. have you? So they've 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 said that your hardware is fine. There's something else that's causing it, but it's not you saying install it now because I can't be bothered waiting. What about have you ran over ran it over with malware bytes? Make sure there's no yep. malware on there. Yep. What about yep. doing a little check disk as this well? This has been going on. This has been going on since February. Oh, this isn't the creators edition. 
This is no, the, no. I, right. I haven't had an update since February. The cumulative update that Windows gives you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. I'm stuck on February. Oh, you got uh, issues. So it won't, it downloads well, it, it won't be too long before you get one to cry. No, yeah, then I cry for sure. yeah, well, I reckon what you need to do, what's on that machine? Can you blow everything away? Can you nuke it? Or no, is that's it... my work computer. Yeah, well, I would uh, maybe download, instead of doing the update, maybe grab a disk, burn, the, burn it to a disk, chuck it in and try and do a, a manual update. What up, if I download like the creator's update? What if I download the creator's update directly Yeah, and, and just force it? Yeah. Because I... it'll just... It'll have all the um, all the previous yeah. cumulative updates. Yeah, used. is it a laptop or a desktop? It's a desktop. Yeah, how old is it? Oh, not very old. Yeah, oh, I'm running Windows. I'm running Windows ten, and it runs it very quickly, so it's not slow or anything. Yeah, oh, I just I would uh, yeah obviously make sure everything's backed up, and I would probably just download the CD version, the ISO, burn it to a CD, and try and update it like that. CD, mean USB? Yeah, yeah, that that as well. Yeah, and just make, right. maybe... Well, I hate doing DVDs. Len puts his on floppy disks. He's old yeah. school, man. <laughs> I got, I got a... Please insert disk number 436 and press enter. <laughs> I got a bulk discount from Audi on floppies. In the drive B. <laughs> oh, drive <laughs> B, love it. Uh, <laughs> <bulk>. yeah, <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> so the next major update to Windows 10, it's named, codenamed Redstone 3. So doesn't that make it get all hot and sweaty? Yeah, they it's... get those codenames from Minecraft. What does the Windows Creators update even look like? Oh, it's the same. It's the same Windows. Nothing looks anything different. They've got patches for updates for security and new features for APIs and Microsoft 3D Paint. But mostly... Now how would you know if you've got it? You'd have to look up a version number on your computer or see if you've got a update in your programs. If you go if, to... I've already done all my updates, and how would I know that oh, I've got the latest one? If you if go I... to... Like, if you search from the Windows button, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. a start yes. button, and just type yes. in About PC, and uh, or you just start typing About PC, and then it'll come I up... I think I can type in WinBird. Win About Bird. your PC. Yeah. Windows 10 Pro. And see yeah. down where it's got... 1703. The 1703, what that means is that's the that's the latest is 1703. That's the creator's update because it goes March 17, as in 1703. So 201703. So yours, yep. the one before, is probably, I think it was 1607. And then if God, you, I'm far behind. There's something wrong here. You're not on fifteen oh something, are you? About this PC. Hey, uh, are you looking at version or build? Version, version. And then one five one. Not not under oh, the one five. Oh, wanna cry? Here we come. <laughs> if you if you type in VER, it's got ten point oh point fifteen oh six three. I've got OS build. Hang on. What is it? VER. If I type in in the run command. Yeah, you just get ten zero fifteen oh six three on my one. Eric's got oh, the de- the developer edition. <laughs> Windows oh. N version. Yeah, so you you're well behind. But look, while you're looking at that, let me uh, tell you about the next one that you probably won't download either. It's uh, <laughs> Redstone three. Uh, Microsoft revealed this on day two of the Microsoft Build two thousand and seventeen. Uh, its headline feature is Story Remix. So a new app that'll let you easily stitch together images and video clips. The app is simple to use for the non-tech-savvy individuals, yet it is a powerful tool that works intelligently to create customized, interchangeable stories at the click of a few buttons. I can't wait. I wonder if that sounds like it might be replacing things like the Windows Movie Maker or something. Yeah, it looks pretty good for doing home movies and things. They had a bit of a demo online you can have a look at. Oh, okay, yeah. I did, I've only I only sort of picked this story up today, so I will I will probably do that. Uh, so it's uh, what else is it going to do? It is going to it's got a thanks to its intelligent AI backend. The app is able to identify highlights and specific 
individuals to tailor a video to your needs. During the keynote, Microsoft demonstrated the ease of switching the focus from one football player to the next, creating two completely different video clips. Wowzers. <laughs> that sounds all right, doesn't it? Uh, Windows 10 users will be able to annotate the video. Uh, the app is aimed at those who want to create a shareable clip for family and friends. So it looks like, yeah, they're trying to... Because I, 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 I went around looking for the Windows Movie Maker the other day because the young bloke wanted to get into... He did a couple of screen captures and some voiceovers and he wanted you know, to put the join them together and chuck them up on YouTube. And the, the Movie Maker disappeared. It's gone. Huh. And uh, so, look, I thought... I was nearly going to download it, you know, from the 2012 Essentials or whatever you call it. I thought, no, 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 no. I just downloaded him the uh, that hit film four, which is free, and that that's a bit more complicated, but uh, it's done the trick for now. But this looks pretty good, so yeah, I can't wait for that. Microsoft will finally allow you to access one drive files on demand, and Clipboard. It's got a little feature. allows those using compatible apps to copy and paste across devices. For example, you'll be able to copy text on your Windows device, paste it to your iOS device. Excellent. Uh, and another feature, Timeline, cleverly recognizes what apps and programs you are using on another device. Microsoft showed how customers or someone uh, could be working in Microsoft PowerPoint on device A and move to another device B. And with Cortana reminding you what document you were working on and exactly where you left off. And also, with coming to the Windows Store, probably about time, and you know, that store is still hopeless, but it's uh, coming to the store is iTunes, Ubuntu, OpenSUSE, or SUSE, or how do you say that, Jace? OpenSUSE? OpenSUSE. And Fedora are coming to the Windows 10 Store. So, look, maybe the Windows 10 Store is going to start kicking on a bit because of this Windows 10S edition that they've released, which is the additional only download apps that come from that <laughs> store. So, look, fingers crossed that the store starts picking up some speed. It's got to. There's still rubbish in there. It's all rubbish. Fair yeah, it's Now, Eric, did you find your version? Well, my ver 1511 at the office. And You're that's not kidding. A that's the that's I haven't I haven't put a developer's version on the office. That's the first version one one five one one. That'd yeah, be that'd be the. Like oh, that's that's all open and it's got its guts hanging out. Um, Anything could come in. One I've got at home is version one six zero seven. Yeah, so that's the one before Creator, but then if you wanted right. to go further, then you look into the build. But you know that you're behind anyway, build so. With, uh, 14393. I don't know how they number their builds, but it's the version. If you're if if you've got seventeen oh three is up thirty chase one seven oh three, did you say? Yeah, seventeen oh three. That's what you need. I don't know why it hasn't it hasn't pushed down on this one at home. I had to go get mine manually. So... Yeah, well I'm doing that now as we're talking. Oh good, we'll get and cut I'm... off in a minute. <laughs> and I'm doing that at the office. Well no, I won't let it install. I'll just um, right. I'll just down download it. Yeah, but yeah, do it at the office. I don't know. You're gonna to have to do something. Run a check disk. You might have a bit of an issue on the disk. I'd say. No, I've just no, I've just done the download here at the office, and it says, uh, "You don't have the latest Windows. Would you like us to update?" Yeah, it's but the reason that. why it keeps rolling back, you might have a problem with the disk, with the drive. Uh, I don't well, care. Well, you, well, you do care because I'll, not... I'll just see if it overwrites it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you, any more thoughts on ten? The new Redstone three, Jace. No, a bit too early. It for works. Any... Yeah, a bit too early to start getting excited. I guess. Uh, oh, yep. when was it due to release? It was due to come out uh, probably in the spring. Is that right? The, yeah, in the spring. So, oh, you don't know these days, do you? Let me have a look at that story. Where is that story? The US spring. Well, that's well. It says that the story's headlined the fall. Mm. The Fall Creators Update. So you don't know if that... Well, I'm going to find it's out who... Our spring, their fall, yeah. Yeah, but who wrote this story? Let me... Oh, it's .com.au. So who would know? Brad, but, Brad wrote it. Yeah, yeah, but who would know? All right. Uh, Jace, what else have you got in your little bag of tricks? Well, even as many businesses are worried about hackers taking control of their computers as part of the ransomware crisis, Disney may be facing a slightly different ransom situation of its own. 
Hackers have obtained a copy of the upcoming Disney film and are threatening to release more and more snippets of it unless the company pages a huge sum of bitcoins. Mm. Citing remarks that Chief Executive Bob Iger made to employees on Monday, THR reports that the film could be the latest entry of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise or perhaps Cars 3. The company is reportedly refusing to pay. Spokesman for Disney didn't immediately respond to a request for comment, but the report marks the latest attempt by hackers to ring Hollywood for cash. It comes two weeks after Netflix confirmed that hackers were responsible for leaking new episodes of its hit series, Orange is the New Black. This could be a mm. bit of a ransom, but <laughs> an unfounded ransom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because they're not saying what movie it is. And... Look, I don't. I really don't get it. Like, who cares if they release if people? Uh, like, why is it such a big deal that you have to get the movie before anyone else, or get the movie before it's released? Can't people just wait? And you're, and you're late. And you what? And all the other hacksaws yes. boys will love ya. <laughs> Bird. But like, who cares? Like in four months, the movie's going to be on DVD, and no one's going to give a crap about that movie. But. Uh, but yeah, look, this after the last extortion attempt, I think this could be a bit of a bit of a uh, a, a floozy one. They're all they're all saying no, so there's not going to be any point. Eventually, they might as well just give up because everyone's saying, "I'm not going to pay a ransom. We're keeping our money." So they go, "Okay, put on the torrents." They're like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, well, we'll I'm... still make our millions, and we're not giving any of it to you. And eventually, they're going to go, "Oh, well, this mm. this getting movies really sucks." Yeah, risking yeah. like jail and all this, and then extortion. Jeez, oh, the, the crimes are racking up, aren't they? Right. <laughs> yes, they are. They are amassing. Uh, what else have I got after Windows Ten? Oh, how's this, my old mate over in England? A guy called Shed Smove. A guy called Shed. How's that for a name? Now he's called it, and he created this app called Shinder, and said he built it to find himself a partner. So it's similar to Tinder, except there's only one guy on it, and it's him. So <laughs> all that, all, all chicks point to there, point to him. Now, where's the picture of it? I've got a picture of you guys. If you go through the show notes, you'll see it, but he's a, he looks like a shed. Now, anyway, so he's, I suppose the reason he's in the news is because he tried to trademark it. Uh, a notice of threatened opposition was filed to the Intellectual Property Office by dating giant Tinder. So t- he's tried to patent it. Tinder's going, uh, 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 what's going on here? It's pretty similar. He received a letter from lawyers also representing the elevator firm Schindler. Now, Sh- Schindler asked him to commit from refraining from entering the elevator or escalator business. So he said, uh, I don't think it's a case of a... He said he wasn't going to do it. Uh, he further went on and said, I think it's a case of big corporate giant looking at an entrepreneur who sees the world differently and being punitive, he said. This is what he said about Tinder going after his patent. But, I mean, I think I think he's got he's the one with the problem. We'll just, just have a look at the have a look at him. He's the one with the problem. Because, okay, so normally, yeah, you'd say, oh, look, big, yeah, big, big conglomerate coming after me. I'm just trying to do my best, blah, blah, blah. But he's created this app, which is only, well, might not be short-term, <laughs> having a look at him, but for a short-term goal, okay, so realistically you think he will, will obtain the goal and then it will just go away. You know, the app, there's no more use for the app. Why would you patent something or want to patent something that's quite useless? Or, yeah. <laughs> or does he want to, is he thinking about selling it or licensing it or whatever to other people just with one, say, say I get it, just a photo of me and trying, you know, amass some chickies. Or he wanted to get in the news and is now famous around the world. Well, he's fairly yeah. up himself, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's all join that sh- shinder because there's only this one guy on it and he's so beautiful. I mean, get a little... Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I just think, you know, he comes out... when he he's. So the, the arrogance of him coming out just, you know, saying, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm getting shut down by a big conglomerate. I think I just don't think that's it at all. And I don't blame Tinder for wanting to squash him like an, like an ant. Yeah. He's, yeah, a, exactly. he's a little pee ant by the look of him. <laughs> What's his name? Shed. Shed. First name Shed. <laughs> yes. S-H-E-D. Shed. Is that, or his last name Shed and his first name Tool. <laughs> <laughs> no, his last name's Sim 
Simov, Simov, S-I-M-O-V-E. Well, I'm going to call him Mr. T-Shed. Yeah, I think T-Shed yeah. might be uh, more T-shed. appropriate. Yeah, so he's got a got a few hammers short of the shed. Now, yeah. uh, now, Jason, I think we've both got this next next one, so you can you can go and tell us what's happening to MP3s. I haven't got MP3s. Oh, didn't you? Oh, I have. No, uh, I don't. I thought I saw Off MP3s. Thought... And now here's Glenn with a, a unique exclusive on what's happening with MP3. Well, thank you, Jason. Yes, it's time might be to say goodbye to the MP3, so let's look back at its life. Uh, now, the Fra- Fraunhofer Institute says it has terminated its licensing program with Technicolor because its patents are expiring. So what does this mean for MP3s? The Fraudler, the Fraudler, the Fraunhofer <laughs> Institute says the quality of the format is also inferior to its current standard, which is the AAC, or the Advanced Audio Coding. Now, most state-of-the-art media services such as streaming or TV, radio broadcast uses the ISO MPEG codec, such as the AAC family, or in the future, uh, MPEG-H. Now, those can deliver more features and higher audio quality at much lower bit rates compared to MP3, but the world is obviously hooked on MP3s. The supposed death of MP3s won't have much of an impact because of streaming, and most new portable players now use different formats anyway. And I think I had a quick discussion with Jace this afternoon about MP3s and just seeing if the Android platform plays these AACs, and and I, I reckon, yes... That probably does. He he seems to think it did. Now, the MP3 was first created or was born, as it says here, in Germany in 1987. You can't really believe that it's that old, can you? No. Uh, the group, uh, group of guys in Germany came up with the original MP3 format, including researcher Carl Heinz Brandenburg. There you go. I'm sure everyone has to know that. They will have us off. Yeah. Yes, something like that. Now, look, I've got a picture for those who are watching on the video of the group of guys in 1987 and also a picture. And the guy that created it is the guy with the headphones and also the guy, the same photo, a reenactment plus an extra person. I don't know where they came from, but there's a uh, reenactment and there's a circle around that guy's head. Why is there a circle around that guy's head? Might be a halo. Because he looks like... Is that the circle you put on, Eric? Yeah, I did that. (laughs) But how come it doesn't come up on... What? Oh, you... Oh, okay, I see. Don't worry. Yep, (laughs) okay. Eric circled my picture. How did you do that? Magic. Because that picture... But I downloaded that picture. That's a file. How did you get the file? And put a circle on it? I I, I used WannaCry. (laughs) <laughs> that's really that's got me thinking He's elite hacker uh, well okay so there, there you go mp3 so yeah look i was tossing it tossing it about whether i sh- you know we should change the show from the mp3 to aac uh i'll have to have a think about it i know I think apple uses aac don't they uh jason yeah apple, apple does AAC. Yeah, apple does. And I can export the show uh the the audio into AAC, which is, you know, that no sweat off my nose. But I'm thinking because it we, you know, it goes onto the the Aussie Tech Radio and uh and now uh, apparently we're being accepted onto Spotify, which is really good. So uh, mm-hmm. we're not there yet. I'll I'll keep searching for it. I'll tell you when we actually get into their their catalog. But yeah, they wrote to me and said, "Yeah, you've been accepted. You've got a great show and we'd love to have you on." Oh, yeah, I Do made some of that up. Are they allowed to advertise? Oh, on your show? I'm not sure. I don't. Oh, if, they, if they do advertise, do you get a clip? No, there, I don't. There's no clip coming my way. <laughs> there's no mention <laughs> of any clips, and uh, but it doesn't really matter. That's that's how it goes. Look, they probably advertise at the start of the show, like at like songs, you know two ads and then you get half an hour or something. Maybe they might cut the show. I don't know. But, uh, Android supports uh, AAC, all different types, 3GPP format, MP4, M4A, uh, RAW, ACC, MPEG-TS, FLAC, MIDI, MP3, Opus, Wave, Vorbis, OG, wow. Matroska. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, so I think like, look, I possibly could. Yeah, look, I possibly could. I'll have a look into it, see if I if I want to, you know, move on to the AAC. I'll have to think about because that means I still will have to do an MP3 for various other 
platforms around the place and maybe I just should just keep the MP3. I don't know. If it makes Sounds me, good. If it makes me sound better, I'll, I'll put it to AAC. <laughs> now, I what, thought it was the microphone. Yeah, something. Something like that. Something interfering with, with the, the sound. Now, what, what else have you got there, Jace? Well, a New Hampshire man who was injured in a house explosion is thanking Siri for saving Ooh. his life. Christopher Bocher said he was checking on his mother's vacant cottage in Wilmot earlier this month when he saw something suspicious and went inside. When he switched on a light, the house exploded. <laughs> the whole place caught fire, Mr. Bocher told WMUR-TV. Part of it collapsed while I was in it during the initial explosion, so I couldn't really tell where I was. His face and hands were badly burned. He grabbed his smartphone but was unable to dial because of his injuries. He says he somehow asked his iPhone's voice control virtual assistant, Siri, to call 911, believing he was going into shock. A spokesman for Apple said Monday that statistics on Siri being used for emergencies weren't available, but noted some recent emergencies in which it was used. These include three boaters off the Florida coast in April who used a water-resistant phone when their craft capsized, a four-year-old boy from London who used his mother's thumb to unlock her iPhone called Siri after she collapsed at home in March, and a man in Vancouver who collapsed becoming paralysed and was able to use his tongue to use Siri. Now, I was just looking at the picture that accompanied that article on uh, news.com.au. I can't make out what the hell that is. What is that? I know you guys can't see it, but if you go to that story, click on Jason's show note. Now, I don't know what that is. Head... Is it? His oh, head is wrapped in yeah. gauze because it's... Oh, yeah. But he's blurred out. Yeah, he's, they blurred his face, but his mm. head is wrapped in He's probably the bomber. He's probably misfired and went off in his face, try, trying to blow his mum up. Uh, well, speaking of... Or he had a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the, old lady, the old bird had a meth lab. Yeah. Now, uh, that leads me into something probably a bit more serious, actually. Um, the US and Britain have banned laptops in cabins on inbound flights from a number of Muslim-majority countries in response to... Unidentified security threats in March. Now it might be the case that Australia could follow down the same path, even though the government has said no, we're not. But in the in after the event of last week with uh, supposed secrets getting flushed around all over the show from the White House, that uh, yeah, the the government might change their mind, might change their stance on that rule, and they implement a similar ban. So he's, Malcolm Turnbull said, we are looking at it very closely, taking into account all the information advice we're receiving internationally, and we're working very closely with our partners in due course. So laptop bombs, that's what it's all about. It's, uh... Even though security experts in Australia say we see no evidence this was ever going to happen, and it's highly unlikely. Mm. But it obviously has happened. But uh... Well, they've caught someone with... Well, it can happen. it from happening, yeah. 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 Oh, well, you know, the security at Sydney Airport compared to other places in the world is pretty. Hmm. Let's have a But what? Uh, hmm. no, it's there, but mm, I don't know. But what do you think? How, like that, banning laptops? Like I know from the US, it's only it's not to countries like us. It, it's only to some Muslim-dominated countries. But say if the ban came in to say Australia, Europe, all this sort of stuff, that that'd hamper a lot of. People well, you put them, yeah, but you know, Only you if put they're going to and from those luggage. countries. You put your laptop in your check luggage. That's what they. You can't bring it on to the flight. But what's the? Yeah. But if it's if it's, but if it's got you a, can't watch your torrents while you're flying. You have to wait till you get there. But if you got a yeah. bomb in your laptop, it's still going to cause go a off in the cargo. It's, it can't go off. What? It'll go off in the cargo instead, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's still going to possibly. Yeah. yeah, but you've got to activate it. You've got to be activated. I'll put on a timer. Mm. Yeah, but the timer you'll that'll go through the screening process, and you'll you'll catch that. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, but anyway, that's the go. I just thought, yeah, it got me thinking about how how would it affect travellers and stuff. And I always put my laptop in the lug in the luggage anyway. There's nothing worse than looking at your laptop on a flight. I don't. I Mine was, yeah, I just I took an iPad Mini with me on the flight. Yeah, mm. um, my phone or, or an iPad. Yeah, that's it. I just, the music will watch the screen that is in front of me. I take it with me on the, on the in the cabin because I just wanted it close. You know, I don't know how it gets treated underneath. Might get mistreated, my poor laptop. 
But yeah. <laughs> they I, might tweak its nose. I just put it in between us some clothes and some books just to wrap it. Yeah, that's what I do. Put yeah. it in the middle of all the clothes. In the middle of everything, yeah. Uh, now, Jason, have you got anything else going on? Or are we just uh, about yeah, Google's, Google's artificial intelligence-based assistant is on more than 100 million devices now, and the company is leveraging a long-time competitor to expand the technology to even more people. At its developer conference overnight, Google said it's launching the Assistant as an app for Apple's iPhone, and it will support many of the same functions as the service does on Google devices. Users will be able to integrate with Gmail and complete various tasks through voice commands, Google said. The application will become available first for users in the US and support English. Other countries and languages will come later. This means users on iPhone will now be able to choose between Apple Siri, Microsoft's Cortana, or Google's Assistant for the voice-activated Assistant needs. The announcement heralds a step by Google, whose Android system runs on the majority of world's smartphones, to get a foothold on Apple's phones, which have smaller market share that are used by people who tend to spend more on technology. And Google Home should be coming to Australia soon too. Yes, yes. Now, but first of all, with this Google uh, on the on the iPhone, is that something that surprises you? Do you think that is it is it a wonder why it hadn't been stopped at the the Cookie Monster's house? Well, they've let um, Cortana go on there, so yeah. But I mean, like you think back- Apple's Apple's going to let um, Amazon? They let Amazon get stuff go on there, and they've got competitors as well. So, but it's not like Apple to do this, is it? Remember, they took YouTube off as part of their standard app because because of their hatred towards particularly Google. Well, they said that um, it hadn't been written correctly. It had to be written to support HTML five. Google mm-hmm. took. It off there actually. Oh right, okay. Oh, Google was removing YouTube from things because uh, remove like revoke a license or something. Oh because of, right, it was the other way around. Yes, that's what happened with Microsoft. They're like, Google, can you write a YouTube for our Microsoft phones? And they're like, no. So the Microsoft said, oh, we'll just whack the one together and put it on there. And Google said that it doesn't support. HTML5 playing, that's in our rules. You've gone around our rules, so we're blocking it. So it just didn't work. They could release the app, but it wasn't any good. Hmm. But what are you supposed to do with uh, your your voice commands with Gmail? What, like read me an email or something? Like What are you supposed to do with your mail? Oh, you could say, yeah, send an email to Glenn or okay. put something in my calendar. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because I, I tried to, I think, were we? Oh, I think it might have been the Aussie Max Zone. I, I get confused because I, I did the Aussie Max Zone this week as well, and I get confused what I'm what I'm up to with what I <laughs> spoke about. But yeah, I, I yeah, I've got to start using my Siri a bit more because like, I don't like her and I think she's useless. And but I, I've just got to learn more of the 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 lingo that she understands. Well, they started with the Amazon Echo device you could have in your home just to talk to with a mic and a speaker, and then Google brought out Google Home, and um, Apple is then, going to have Siri, a Siri device as well that's the same as just Siri on a device hmm. and with a micro, bunch of microphones, an array of microphones. You're useless. <laughs> a speaker. Yeah. He just wants to help you, Glenn. That's all. That's Come not on. me. That's Eric. He wants to help you. Say Eric. hello to Glenn. He's talking to Siri. Uh, ask. Let's see. She's hopeless. She's, you're right. She's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> ask her what zero divided by zero is. That's funny. Now, it's got Cookie Monster in there, oh, no. which is <laughs> kind of hilarious. What <laughs> is zero divided by Glenn. zero? <laughs>
Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you know, you can't say that. That's just, you know, it's a good. Oh, you can't say yeah, that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Why do you want to? Why do you want to see the worst in everyone? You know, people try their hardest. <laughs> Man, that's the good part. Yeah. That's get, the good bit. Getting their heads bashed in week after week, and you're you know, you're putting them down. That's, that's no why good. they need to take the drugs because it hurts. <laughs> yeah. And what and what are you doing, Jase? You going to the radio or something? What are you doing? Getting back into radio. Yeah, I'll have a program once a week for four hours Wednesday evenings. On a local community radio station. I used to do that when I was a teenager. And it was great. Nice so, way. getting back in there now. What's that? You know, we're you... gonna have to call you up. Can we call? Yeah. Yeah. Can we call up and just say hey, hello there? This is uh, and just crack a few jokes and hang up. Crank yeah. calls. <laughs> now, are you are you telling us what station this is, or is it for some reason secret at this time? Sorry, I missed that. It cut out. Oh, so saying, are you telling us what station you're on, or is it for some reason yeah, Great secret? Lakes FM? You can stream it live uh, on the internet or tune in radio. Any of those? Right. And so, what sort of uh, what sort of a format are you are you uh, going to throw up there? Mostly your... uh, 80s, bit of 70s and 90s, but mostly 80s. Right. No tech. No. Unless you, you want just to music. A, Nobody uh, wants ten, to me on ten, the radio. Ten minute segment. Maybe one day. <laughs> just just play some Rick Astley. You'll be right. <laughs> He'll never give you up. He won't. He's good. Now, all right, that's it. Cool. Now, don't forget about all the other stuff that I mentioned at the start of the show. Oh, Eric, you got some stories. Nah, it's all right. Well, very quickly, Apple coming out with some new laptops, and they're getting rid of the iPad mini. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Well, just I'll just delve into that for just two seconds. The iPad Mini. Now, why are they going to get rid of that? I didn't. I thought that'd be because the phones are getting big enough, and the other uh, iPads are getting smaller. And oh, I like just my iPad no, Mini. No need for the Mini anymore. They said the the eight, the iPad eight is going to be probably the same size Mini, right? So, mm. But look, yeah. I, I just bought I bought a Mini last year because it was yeah, you know, it wasn't as big as the the normal iPad, and it was just yeah, bigger I've than got the one. phone. I love it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And uh, what else are they doing, Eric? They're bringing out uh, new versions of the MacBook. Skylake versions. MacBook Pro. Right, nice. And uh, Apple has been working on a custom-designed ARM chip that could handle low-power features in MacBook Pro. Well, that's not going to be any good. And they've actually got a patent for a pizza warmer as well. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. Styrofoam, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> True story. And I think Johnny Ives, Johnny Ives has been busy. What's he been? He's just He's not as... doing Christmas trees anymore. He's branched out into pizza. Watch out, well, he did, he did go. He did foray into um, pot plants for a, for a bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. He's got that big flying saucer he's going to be flying soon. He branched yes. out, did he, Jace? Branched yep. out from the trees? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Lovely. <laughs> now I want to cry. All right, good stuff. All right, thanks everyone for tuning in yet again for the what what, what the five hundred thirty fourth episode. That's uh, been excellent. What happened to the end? What happened to my closing remarks, Eric? Did you delete them? No, what closing remarks? I had, I had my closing. They're at the bottom of the text. Oh, uh, Eric's deleted yeah. them. But <laughs> what, what was the closing remarks? I don't know what I'm going to say now, which was uh, you can contact us at Glenn, <laughs> Eric, or Warlock at aussietechheads.com.au. And don't forget, uh, yeah, the other shows on the network, which you can download through iTunes. And the yeah, thanks again to ATH Web Hosting. Look, I'm going to get onto the guy that runs that and see if he can get some free hosting to, you know, as some competition or some some of our listeners will do something. Yeah, I think, I think I'll just got to, I'll get on to him. He's a slack ass. I have to if anyone wants to send me an email, flattering or otherwise, please do so. Eric with a K, E-R-I-K, at aussietechheads.com.au. Glad to hear your dirty jokes, your filthy jokes, your not your funny jokes, your criticisms, your feedback, your swearing. I don't care. Send it all. Just don't mention Julia Gillard. Otherwise, you will... Right. You can if you want, as long as it's funny. <laughs> all right. Click okay. like and subscribe down below. That's right. So, uh, yeah, you know, you know the drum. Uh, so, yeah, just get onto it. All right, thanks everyone, and uh, hopefully you'll be hearing from us next week. And uh, yeah, we'll be good to go again for another episode. All right, until then, thanks Eric, thanks Jace, and we'll see you guys later as well. Bye, cheers, bye. See y'all. See y'all.